Hey, stupid. Welcome back to another episode of Witch Bitch Tarot Podcast. If you are new here, welcome. I'm your host, Kristen. You can call me witch or you can call me bitch. It really doesn't matter. Just put some respect on that shit. I do have a slight disclaimer. If you are easily offended or faint of heart, bitch, I'm not for you. I'm not your reader, your guide, your interpreter, your numerologist, your astrologer. I cannot help you with where you're at on your journey today. That doesn't mean it cannot change and it will not change. I'm okay with that. You have to be. Today is Thursday, June 30th. It is the 181st day of 2022 and there is 185 days left this year the moon is waxing in the sign of cancer about 1.4 days old and 2 percent full the moon will go void of course today at 4 14 p.m eastern standard time and it will enter into the sign of leo at 8 39 p.m eastern standard time the sun is still sitting in cancer the color of the day is green surprise surprise i have on green and we know green is about fertility abundance um financial gain luck um all that jazz growth and jupiter is the planet today of the elements air and water some great incense to burn today are nutmeg clove cedar myrrh um all that jazz For today, some keywords are good luck, wealth, healing, male fertility, legal matters, and growth. Mm. Today is a great day to paint, cut firewood, kill plant pests, dig holes, excuse me, dig holes, mode to increase growth, buy a home, entertain friends, get married, host a party, travel for pleasure, and hatch eggs. Did I just run through our whole intro in like one minute? Fuck yes, I did. Why did you do that, Kristen? Because I have a concern. I have a concern. Now, I'm concerned because of what is taking place astrologically the same day of what is taking place on this earthly realm. And I'm concerned Okay, it does have to do with CERN. If you didn't know what CERN is, it's the European Organization of Nuclear Research. What do they do? A whole bunch of fuck shit in a lab and they just use, uh, you know, government funding to do it because that's what we need in the life of physics and antimatter and things like that. Um, I have a disclaimer um, about some of the information I'm about to get. I went in a rabbit hole. I was up until like two in the morning looking at this stuff. Somebody told me not to because I'd be in a rabbit hole. And then, you know, I started going, going, and now we're here. And I'm running on a few hours of sleep trying to give you guys this information because my mouth is literally dripping onto my keyboard. The disclaimer is I don't know all of the names to these things. I can't pronounce all the names to these things. Um, So bear with me. Also... This is, um, when I was in this rabbit hole, it is very concerning to me because it is almost a mirror of Iron Man when they were trying to start the arc reactor. Um, I don't know what this machine is that they're about to turn on on the 5th of July, but I've been calling it the arc reactor. That's not the name of it. I'm well aware that that is not what Switzerland named this machine, 
that's what I'm calling it because I don't know how to say or pronounce what the heck this name of this machine is. So when I say arc reactor, I'm talking about this machine, but y'all know what I'm talking about because everybody's seen Iron Man. This instance that's about to happen on the 5th of July is giving me very much that one Iron Man when they were trying to turn on the machine so they could open up the portal so Loki and them could come through and tear some shit up. That's a li- that's what it's giving me. Um, so, uh, why should we be concerned? Because um, they're about to turn on this arc reactor thingy-majig. And they're going to try to collide two particles, not just two regular particles, from my understanding. They're trying to create uh, the God particle or they're fusing the God particle um, to be able to go back and see how the black hole and how the universe started. And they think colliding these two at 13 point something trillion tons of speed and pressure are going to give us the answer. Why should we be concerned? without even astrologically speaking because we all live on earth and nobody asked my permission to do this shit while I'm living here because what if some shit goes wrong what if there's a piece of lint in that thing and it catches fire but because it happens so fast nobody can react to it and then we all just fall into this dark hole anyway we'll get to that later I don't know if you just heard me gulp because like I am like legit uh 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 anyway (laughs) i'm gonna listen back to this and i'm gonna be cracking up i'll be cracking up i'm already telling you that now um on the fifth in the sky there's a lot of shit going on and um i don't know if you guys follow the solar flares i also follow solar flares because um I have pinpointed that pinpointed them like with my migraine and my headache log that I am affected heavily by the solar flares. So that's why I track them. And if you if you didn't know that you should start seeing like when your migraines come out of nowhere, when your migraines take place, like if a solar flare also happened or you felt some weird pressure in your body or in your head nine times, at, mm, six times out of ten. It's probably because there was a solar flare. Um, so that's why I track them because they are almost exactly pinpointed with my headaches and my migraines um, and my weird head pressure. So there's been an increase in those um, and a lot of people have been feeling it. And a lot of people are like, it feels weird here on Earth lately. It's because it has been. Um, there's been a lot of shifts astrologically. There's been a lot of different energies um, scientifically and astrologically taking place. And then they want to turn the fucking arc reactor on on the 5th. Let me tell you what's going on in the sky on the 5th. The day after uh, the, you know, whatever they call that day. What is it called? The Schmendeschmendes day? The moon will start in Virgo, okay? And we arise, the moon will be in Virgo. Mars, these are all going to be on Eastern Standard Times. So when I'm reading the times, these are Eastern Standard. Mars enters into Taurus at 2.03 a.m. Mercury enters into Cancer at 2.24 a.m. The moon goes void course at 2.04 p.m. And then it enters into Libra at 6.24 p.m. 
p.m. I did a little bit of math and you guys know I don't math. I only do some math, right? Oh, also this is the day before the waxing half moon. Um, I, I do a little bit of maths. I don't math always, but this is also a six day. I could be wrong cause I was highly caffeinated at one o'clock in the morning, but it's also a six day. Um, not just that uh, this is one of our higher vibrating days with the higher consciousness uh, and that's just due normally uh, to the 4th of July however it's going to hit a little bit different this year and we all know why we all know why um, so it's going to affect the collective consciousness right and we know like the 100 monkey theory i mean not a theory it's like the 100 monkey i forgot what it's called when it's not a theory it's real shit um experiment the 100 monkey experiment right so we know that as a collective our consciousness and our vibrations will be lower um do you think that this is on purpose absolutely when Mars is in Taurus. Um, things can get a little bit chaotic. When Mercury is in Cancer, things can get a little bit emotional. So we're going to have this emotional chaos. Um, more of emotional reactions, if you could say, on this day. Um which typically we know when we have those astrological shifts, we have these energy changes and these energy shifts. <sighs> I'm going to do a whole, like, I don't want to do this whole episode on this because I could go on for hours and y'all will be here until three o'clock in the morning listening to me talk about it. But this is what's going on. Just be aware. Um, also, we know like when certain things happen, like you can't mix certain things with certain things. Um, try to start detoxing your body. Um, you know, like don't put crazy. Make sure you're vibrating as high as you can leading up to the 5th and on the 5th. So maybe on the 4th of July, don't get sloppy wasted like you normally would. Um, or just don't, you know, have a sip of wine instead of four bottles, you know, you know, um, and just kind of start detoxing leading up to the 5th of July because some shit's popping off. And I think I will do an episode specifically for this. If y'all want it, we can do some conspiracy. Um, I do not have a crystal of the day today because I knew that this was going to take up a lot of time. Um, I also think that we should be looking into elemental magic, right? Because, um, it's on our side, but honestly, think about it. Like what if these, they collide these particles and then shit just gets crazy. What if they collide these particles and they're like game over. And then we're all like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, imagine, like, they did that, and it's just, like, game over, and we're like, oh my god, like, they ended us, and we were in a game the whole time, the card of the day, <laughs> the card of the day today is the star card, 
Um, I will be using the Golden Girls, but they didn't, I lost the guidebook for that. Um, I don't know where it's at, so... I'm just going to read the writer Waith. And I like reading the writer Waith um, and reading from it because it gives you all of the details. And when I tell you guys, everybody says that... Oh, shit. God, dog. Hold on, y'all. Everybody says uh, they like the way that I read the cards because I read them with so much detail. And there's so much understanding when I read the cards. But... Um, when I was learning tarot, you guys, I know probably you're like, again, this story. When I first started, um, there was like maybe four, five, six, seven decks that you could get a hold of. And it was taboo. And you better not let anybody see you using those. This is 10 years ago. It's like, this is 10 years ago. Right? Um... So I only had the Rider Waith. Like the guidebook is how I taught myself how to read tarot. And um, that's why I have such a deep understanding because this is how I read. I literally read the guidebook as it was a book. Okay. Um, so we have the star card. And um, I hope that I can enlighten some of you guys. I'm just going to read it straight from here because I love reading from the Rider Waith. Um, it makes me happy. Anyway, the star. Star. Mother Nature, unveiled and serenely lovely, is pouring the water of life into the material world. She is Isis, Freya, Gaia, call her what you will. Beautiful to behold. She rests one knee firmly on earth and balances one foot so slightly on the pool that she does not disturb, but she does not disturb the surface all about her all about her and the grass and tiny flowers received nourishment from the pitcher of water in her left hand water represents the subconscious mind always flowing with new and verdant ideas she is a daughter of the stars and the central eight-pointed star above her head represents the radiance of the cosmic consciousness. The other seven stars relate to the seven chakras in your body. The energy points within our physical, emotional, and spiritual form. The land behind this star is eternally grass, and the distant lies a giant sloped mountain. If we choose to climb the mountain's summit, we will see the most wonderful vista of our lives. The three trees in full foliage behind her is the tree of life and knowledge. And the branches rest in an ibis, an aspect of Toth, the Egyptian god of wisdom and knowledge. And ibis is his sacred bird. Toth or Thoth, some people say it different, I don't know, anyway, and Isis are the keepers of magic and mysteries of the universe, for, for from knowledge comes magic and mystery, this card tells you to listen and learn from the beauty that surrounds us all, above all the star symbolizes hope. upright 
insight, inspiration, hope, selflessness, good health, spiritual gifts, and love. In the reverse, pessimism, doubt, stubbornness, lack of perception, illness. The star also represents Aquarius um, in the zodiac. So there's that. I love this card. Anyway, that's all I have for you guys today. Um, make sure you head over to witchbitchtarot.com so you can see everything that I have to offer. Um, and make sure you guys go check out, get your rabbit hole on. Um, I couldn't do this without you and I wouldn't want to. As you know, hoes will be hoes. Bitches will be bitches. But you never know when it comes to witches. Which bitch is which? And no, I do not sell owls, so stop asking. <laughs>